This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Bruchim Aboim B'Shem Hashem What a great schus it is throughout the entire world on virtually every continent. We are all united, learning the Torah of Perki Avos. I would like to thank Torah Anytime for all of their efforts throughout the entire world. Lahagdil Torah Ladira May they continue L'Oyrech Yomim Toivim I would also like to thank Chazak an organization that is very close to my heart. May they continue their efforts across the globe to be Mekarev Achenu Kobes Yisrael, Laviem Shabbat Shemaim, to bring our brothers and sisters closer to Hashem. Our shir is going to be on the 25th Mishnah in the 5th Parak of Perkeavos. Hu Hoya Oimer, he used to say, Ben Chameshanim, Lamikra, five years old, let the children learn, let them have Chumash. Many of the Mepharshim explain that the children have a great capacity to learn, even at a young age. Whatever is going to be put in front of them, they will absorb, they will pick up, it will influence them. If you have beautiful signs, Piskamim, and you put them around, whatever it is, Imlo Achshavei Modani, Torah Siva, all different messages around the house in beautiful, colorful signs with pictures. Then the children are going to be exposed to that. If they're exposed to other things, then it's not the same influence. And when the children will see us, we also have to make sure that we present at all times the Torah model of living. It's important. Ben Chamesh Shanim Lamikra. There was a father that came over to me and told me that he does a certain thing, and uh, but his children, uh, they're too young, they won't realize it. I said, well, how old is your child? Oh, well, my child is uh, like only, uh, one is four and one is five. The oldest is only six. I said, six years old. Do you have any hasaga? what a child picks up at four years old? Don't we remember the great tzaddikim that their mothers used to take them as little babies in the cradle, in the bassinet, to the base medrash to absorb the hashpa, to absorb the influence? Take your child to shul. Take your child to a shir. Take your child to a tzaddik or a tzaddikas. Let your child see positive things and not to be nispoil from all that the world has to offer. Even sometimes a person has to be careful in discerning in which activities in the community we have our children participate in. Things make a very great roishom on our children. Whatever we're excited about, they're going to be excited about it. Whatever we think is chashuv, they're going to think is chashuv. That's why Ben Chamesh, always remember, three, four, or five, how important it is. Get them a little chinuch set, a lulav and esrug. Buy them, there is a beautiful Shabbos set. You can get it in any of the Judaica stores, and all of the Judaica stores, a special brocha, that they should have atzloch and parnosu metziah they do a beautiful job. You can buy a Shabbos set, a challah, a little uh, challah board, 
a kiddush cup, all the different things. Let the children play with that. Let them set up the table. Let them have the little menchies and be around the table. Let their lives be influenced by Shabbos. Buy them the games that are mitzvah-oriented. Allow them to make the puzzles, all the different uh, puzzles that interlock. Allow them to make the kosalamarovi. Allow them to make the Shabbos scenes. Allow them to make all of the beautiful ones that were made for Yom Tov. A parent showed me last Pesach, they had three huge puzzles that could be made with the Pesach scenery. Do we realize when a child plays in it, when a child sees it, when a child puts together the puzzle, the influence that it has on their neshama, we cannot estimate the greatness, the power, the value of that type of exposure. Ben Chamesh Mikra, don't wait. Don't wait till they're 10. Don't wait till they're bar mitzvah. Don't wait until they're older. The age of Chinuch is young. It's children. Don't forget, when they used to go, Elias Regal, when they used to go to the base of Mikdash, Anoshim Noshim Etaf, at various times, why did they go? Hakel, what was the reason? The reason was is because even though the children are young, they are absorbing a tremendous amount, a great power of influence. Be careful what their eyes are exposed to. Be careful what music they are exposed to. It should be Yiddish music. Music that is ro'oi. Music that is proper. Music that is Kaddish v'tahar. Music that inspires us. Not necessarily music that makes us gyrate. Not necessarily music that makes us jump. Music that moves the neshama. Music that has a great quality of Hisairus. So we continue on. Ben Esther le Mishnah. A little bit later, begin to study Mishnah. This particular Mishnah Perkeva says, be careful. Know your child. Know when your child is ready. Know when your child needs a couple of more months or years. Don't push. Be careful. The great Rebbe Chonon Wasserman Zechot Tzadik Livrocha Hashem Yimkom Domo. The great Tzadik went together with his son, Hagoin Reb Simcha Wasserman, the Rosh Yeshiva of Orel Chonon, my great Rebbe, Reb Simcha. Schusa Yogen Oleinu. So he took him to the Aleph Base Rebbe. And Rebbe Chonon was there, and Reb Simcha was learning Aleph Base. Aleph, Oh. Bez, Ba, began to learn it. The Rebbe turned the page to Gimel. Rebbe Chonin said, it's enough. It's enough. Right now, we're not going to do too much. Sometimes, a person has to be careful. The children need to learn in the most pleasant and beautiful way. The whole atmosphere of learning has to be in a way of sweetness, in a way that the child is going to enjoy. We have to always remember that children will love the Torah that is presented to them in a way of sweetness. Don't we say every morning, 
V'harevno Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem make it sweet in our mouths. And certainly, all the children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren. That's a pshat ben Esel Mishnah. Be careful. And a little bit later in time, when Reb Simcha grew up, and he already had a yeshiva of his own that he was conducting, and he came one time to his great father, Reb Elchanan, and he said to him, Abba, Tati, we weren't able to finish the curriculum. All the things that we were supposed to learn, we weren't able to complete it. You know what Reb Elchanan answered him? Lo alecha amlocha ligmar. It's not on you to finish the work. It is on you to try your best to educate, to inculcate the young Talmidim and Talmidus with as much as possible, but not to try to overload. It's interesting that we learn. Moshe Rabbeinu was told, Vayomer al-Tikra Valam. Moshe Rabbeinu was told, do not go any further. Do not go to the place. Remove your shoes from your feet. Very interesting. That was in the time when Moshe Rabbeinu was open to the great revelation and he realized it was Admas Kodesh. It was holy ground. So he had to remove his shoes. We find a fascinating medrash. The medrash is in Tanchuma. Om Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha. Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha said, Hineini lekahuna. Moshe Rabbeinu said, I'm ready, please give me kahuna. Hineini lemalchus. I'm ready, please give me malchus. Hashem said, Bimakom amuda shaloylam. Right now where you're standing, this place is uh, very choshuv. However, al tikra valom. Don't come any closer do not go to this particular place. Why? Because as we read about in Shmuel, Vayovaya Melech, and the king came, the Melech David, Vayeshev Lifnei Hashem, and he sat before Hashem. At that time, we know that the same word was used, Ad Halom. Ad Halom means to the place of great holiness to this far. Why is it that Moshe Rabbeinu is requesting Malchus, is requesting that he should have the kingdom, that he should be from the royalty, particularly at this time when Hashem said, please remove your shoes. We learn in Meseches Chulin, Tamud Bavli, something very interesting. Yeled Ad Kama. How old is a child and we still call him a yelled, a boy or a girl. Um, Rabbi Lom, Rabbi Chanina, what is the test? There's a very interesting test given. It means the individual that can stand, the person can stand on one foot, and he can take off his shoe, and while he's standing on one foot, he can take off the shoe and put on the shoe to the other foot. As long as the person can still do that, they are called yelled. They're called a child. What do we learn? We learned that Rabbi Hanina was great. 
Rabbi Chanina was able to do this at 80 years old. Ben Shmonim. At 80 years old, he could stand on one foot and take the shoe off the other foot. That is a pretty good exercise to be able to do. He was able to do it. So the Gemara asks, how is it possible? And the answer is, no. Rabbi Chanina was different. He was special. What did he say? Chamin v'shemen. Shesachanti imi bi'aldusi. The oil and the chamin and the hot liquids that I was so privileged to have from my mother, bi'aldusi, when I was young, they were able to anoint me with all types of healing oils. Hein yamdu li be'eziknusi. When I got old, it was because I had such a chinuch when I was younger. I had such special care, such special care that it's unbelievable that it held me. And now even at 80 years old, I can do what a yelid can do. The great Minchas Aluzer, the Munkat Sherebbe, Slusa Yogen Oleinu Balkobes Yisrael, what he says, what does it mean? He comments on the Gemara. What does it mean, the Shemen? What does it mean, the Chamin? The Chamin was the heat. The Chamin was the fire, the enthusiasm, the enthusiasm for mitzvahs, the enthusiasm for chesed, the hislavas that we all need for every Dorosha for all holy things. That was the Chamin. What was the Shemen? The Shemen is Chachma. The oil is Chachma, the Torah. His parents gave him Torah. His parents gave him mitzvahs. They gave him the enthusiasm. His parents were able to give such inspiration when he was younger. It was oimid for him, Nusi, when he was already elderly. That's a beautiful idea. Why is it that Moshe Rabbeinu asked at this particular point, that he should be able to have kahuna, that he should be able to have malchus. The reason is, is because Moshe Rabbeinu was already 80 years old. At 80 years old, he could no longer stand on one foot and take the shoe off the other and put the shoe on the other foot. So therefore we know that it says in Talmud Bavli, Masecha Soita, Daf Mem, Ein Yeshiva Bazara, Only for the kingdom, for the house of Beis David, they were the only ones that were allowed to sit. And since that place was Admas Kodesh, since that place was holy like the Azara, Moshe Rabbeinu asked, please Hashem, give me Malchus, so that I should be able to sit down and remove my shoe. How fascinating it is. We learn a couple of things. How careful Moshe Rabbeinu was in every kutzah shel yud. But further than that, what it means to give a child chinuch when they are young, at the youngest age, take them with you, don't leave them at home. Let them see all the dvarm shebiktusha. It is so beautiful. I was in shul, and uh, happened to be a couple of weeks ago. So there was a father came over, had two little boys and two little girls. And he says, I tell you the truth, I came a little bit late because I was leaving. And my boys and the girls said, we would like to come. She says, I had a shikle. They want to come. They want to come to shul. They want to hear. They want to see. They want to come over. 
I'm humbled. They want to come over to the Rav after davening. But I'm going to come a little late for davening. Rav, if you want to be Shabbos, I'd call you up and ask you what to do. I didn't know. Should I wait till they get dressed and they go whatever and they have to go through all the different things with the little Shabbos brush? Did I do the right thing? I waited for them. I said to this young man, not only did you do the right thing, but you will have the schar for being mechanich the children in waiting, in putting them ahead of you. You'll have the schar le'omeyad. There isn't a greater reward that a person can have than to promote Torah, than to promote the right development of the children in the ruchniyistic area. There isn't a better... I was touched by it. He had a shaila. You know what to do. He waited. How beautiful it is. How proud of a father and mother that these two must be to have such children. Where do children get it from? How do they grow great? There's only one way, Rabbi Isai. The way that children grow great is when we give them opportunities to aspire to greatness. When we give them opportunities that they can understand what it means to be on fire for Yiddishkeit. Because if they see it, when they grow up, they will model themselves after us. It don't come from nowhere all of a sudden, you know, uh, osmosis out of the sky. Where it comes from is from Mesiris Nefesh, from our wonderful parents in this generation. There was... Uh, one guy, a young man, he was taken into the Shoah. And this young man, while he was in the Holocaust, he made up that he will never, ever eat something that's not kosher. During the years of the war, during the Holocaust, how could it be possible he'll starve to death? Who knows what will happen? he have to eat whatever's available. Pikuach nefesh. But this young man had the firm resolve during the Shnos Azam, he is not going to eat anything that is not kosher. He didn't care. People saw him. They couldn't believe it. Older people saw how stark he was. (laughs) They had tremendous, tremendous inspiration from it. They kept strong. And even a accepted upon themselves to be strong in different areas. Young people, they saw him. If these people saw him be Moiser Nefesh for Kashrus, they decided themselves, I got to be stark. I got to hold whatever Madrega I can, no matter what's going on, no matter the whole world went berserk, I got to stay stark, I got to stay strong. Many after the war, thank this young man, young man, teenager. They thanked him because they held on to Yiddishkeit. They held strong to Hashem because of him, because of the dugma, the example he provided. Someone asked him after the war, how was he able to keep strong? He said, I tell you the truth. Well, I was still at home before the war. My father got sick. 
he needed to eat certain things for his health. The rest of the family were going to give him something to eat that there is a very small suffolk, a doubt as to its kashas, very small. And because of his condition, they were going to give it to him. He found out about it. When he found out about it, he began to shake. Right then and there, he was makabal upon himself to fast. Sheni v'chamishi. Monday and Thursday. And he fasted Monday and Thursday for the rest of his life. So you have to see, for me, Kashras is something that I have to hold to the highest level. It's in me. That's what I saw. And that's what I learned. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.